0: There yeah we did it assalamu alaykum. welcome to episode 19 of the mind heist podcast with my brother tweet and myself where we talk about i don't know loads of different stuff we talked about future in last episode i thought it was good um i don't know how many people listened to it. i didn't look at the
1: stats but uh it was a fun one uh do you enjoy it, mohammed i did i never look at the stats anymore man i don't want it i don't want to get either big-headed or severely disappointed so i just live in pure ignorance (laughs) i think we're we're much closer to (laughs) disappoint
0: actually the things that might get me big-headed are the emails like some of them are like yeah really good this and that which handler is good I mean that's the the goal is to make it good but just you know
1: I don't get those emails bro right. I'm like are you, are we listening to the same thing but clearly yeah clearly yeah, people man. have different tastes to me
0: <laughs> yeah what's new man
1: let's see what is new uh, I don't know I don't know bro nothing new Just okay. I'm just severely lonely I'm a lonely guy that's what we're going to talk about. Why is that? We're going to talk about it. in The email, aren't we? The email, Why that not we got be? about companions? And oh stuff. right,
0: okay, okay. I thought that, I thought you might have something, you know, interesting going on. I mean, it's it's is it summer in in uh, Brighton? Like, is it actually uh, summer, or are you stuck in winter still?
1: Well, the sun's out, and it's it's twelve degrees now, and it will be seventeen degrees next week, nineteen degrees on Sunday. <laughs> I think we're getting there, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. It's literally at night time
0: here it's 38 degrees enjoy bro <laughs> yeah it's quite crazy man but yeah it's fun um you know i was actually tempted to do this episode about like uh, like another kind of marriage episode like now i've been married for like a month uh but maybe we'll do that another time we'll see what we get to though yeah man um we said this episode inshallah we would do it on this email based on the this email from mr abbas do you wanna read it bro? Yeah, let me get it
1: out. Uh Bada bing bada bong Uh it says assalamu salaamu wa warahmatullahi wa barakatul. Uh just want to begin by saying that the podcast have been very beneficial no have been really beneficial and thought-provoking. My question is to do with friendships and companions. What advice would you give to someone who, through his journey of learning about Islam and becoming practising, has lost close friends, both from Jahiliya and from the circles of practising brothers, who helped him study and learn to begin with, only to then later become Mm. distant due to mistakes and shortcomings? Barakallahu feek. Mm. Mm. Okay.
0: Okay. Good topic, Allah what comes into your head um,
1: reminds me how lonely i am bro cuz i never really think about friends <laughs> okay yeah man yeah like yeah i guess true. getting married and then like just starting to work and then you know being in that age of being always busy mm. and having a kid you don't really get much time to socialize anymore and then before you know it mm, true. you look back at all the friends you mm. used to have and you're like oh my god i don't really hang out with anyone anymore what about you yeah
0: except on twitter exactly yeah, I'm. I'm the same. Although I don't, I don't feel lonely though because I'm quite antisocial anyway. So I don't even want to spend time with people. Although I recognise it's good for me, and I think I could do with more of it. But generally, I don't really talk to many people. I
1: avoid it really. Oh. Do you not miss it? Do you not miss having like a circle of friends?
0: I mean, look, bro. I think. Well, I think uh, that kind of experience comes from when I was in school. When I was like year. 11 or something um i was like uh how do you say it i mean it's not big-headed it's just a fact i was like popular uh, (laughs) in the sense where people wanted to be friends with me or they not that i was amazing person it's just like i don't know people thought that's what they should seek to do i don't know how it works but you know uh it's not not just me like me and my close friends like we were like a group and stuff and um you know so i kind of made a lot of uh friends and i do that with quotation marks because we weren't close like we didn't know each other that well mm. we wouldn't you know sacrifice for each other it was purely like oh yeah you crack jokes you make me laugh uh this kind of just i can i can mess around with you i can have fun we can do this stuff you know it's like a quite superficial friendship yeah that's what i experienced a lot of like and in, in like uh when i was like to, towards the end of uh, being in school and stuff and after that I I think I was just like I I remember making a conscious decision like maybe year 12 or something like I'm actually not interested in all these people like I actually don't I don't really like them per se I don't really get on with them particularly well Mm. and so it's like let me just stick to my original friends kind of thing and then from then on I think it was a bit by bit it was just like okay spend less time with people kind of thing you know and, uh, that's how so, I got so where what, I am now really.
1: what do you do now then like in terms of I mean work and family is there anything o- outside of that or is it just pure work and family
0: um well I don't I don't work that way in it so I, d- I work alone like I, I have meetings uh on the internet right yeah, yeah, so yeah. but otherwise I'm working completely on my own so I, I talk to people on Skype and stuff like that but um uh how's it now well what I've done is since I uh moved uh to the UAE uh, about two years ago now uh I I have a couple of friends but they live in Dubai so I actually made it a thing to actively s- go to Dubai uh I've I, I used to go like once every single week I used to drive to Dubai it takes about an hour there hour back more like an hour and a half really yeah. and i i just th- thought okay i should force myself to do that you know i should speak to people i should mix with people i should you know exchange ideas i should uh you know have some fun because uh when i'm on my own and i work from home i tend up i tend to just work kind of non-stop because yeah. you know i've got nothing else to do kind of thing um so that's yeah that's what i do these days even uh i've only been uh back from malaysia for a week but I might still do it maybe twice a month. Go to Dubai, meet those two friends uh, that I have. And uh, yeah, just probably keep that going. Uh, it's healthy. Anna. you think oh, I should do it. Um, but I, I, I don't have many avenues of making friends, especially here. Mm. So that's also a reason why it's like that, you know. Mm. Um, but I think that's enough. I think also I might have got it from my dad. My dad like meets friends like maybe a couple times a month and like he's not like whatsapping them and calling them he's yeah. it? just like you know now and then like mostly family isn't it yeah, yeah. i think like it's, maybe that's the evolution
1: it can be difficult for some people though i mean human beings are generally quite social creatures i was looking at videos regarding um uh like people that live in in solitude and how like what it can do to someone's mind and it can drive people insane just like not having any social yes. interaction and depending yeah. on, like this brother, obviously is, is emailing regarding that, and I'm sure he's finding it difficult because things mm. do change. You know, you make decisions in your life, and then sometimes a lot of people can't keep up. Um, do you think? I don't yeah, know. You, you, definitely, I can't remember your story in terms of practicing, but I don't know if you lost a lot of people when you started practicing, or I think you came from a culture anyway that was quite that saw practicing Muslims as quite highly regarded. Anyway, you know
0: yeah um you know i I had the most friends in school okay Mm. like year 10 11 i had uh, like there was a big group of like 10 11 people that we were very close friends like all of us right Mm. and uh, like a good amount of those were non-muslims okay because i was in a in an international school and um i was always muslim and my dad's always saying like okay you know you've got these non-muslim friends but just remember you know you're not exactly like them they're gonna want to do things you're not gonna do it's wrong this 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 so i always had that element of um i'm different to them but you know we were very close and we would go everywhere together and blah 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 right mm. the thing is after you you know when you live uh, like in the uae or whatever um sometime in school or when you go to uni everyone just leaves they all go back to yeah. where they're originally from yeah. or they move to different cities or whatever right you you don't spend time with them anymore and what happened for me was they went to england most of them uh th- they were english they went to england and just bit by bit i stopped um contacting them as much um or some of them even sometimes i just cleaned my facebook out so i just ended up deleting them from facebook Mm. and like now i'm not in touch with them so it was like a gradual thing of i think i feel like as well it was a mutual understanding of okay you're not the person you used to be and so yeah you know we're not really gonna be uh friends uh as we were and it was kind of like normal I would say but I do have two my two closest friends I met them in school so uh, so I did keep some close friends mm. I think yeah, it's that's how it works yeah.
1: I think maybe like people struggle these days because the idea of a friendship is such a has become super superficial super superficial because <laughs> mm. like you've got you know you've got let's you know just taking Facebook for example you've got Facebook and it, and it it will actually quantify what it considers your friends are in quotation marks you know people add you then you'll see your numbers going up and some people have more friends than others and this and Mm -hmm. that but then it doesn't actually translate into the real world as people that you can rely on or people that you have a close bond with or people that you have close connections with like maybe back you know and it's sort of similar to being back at school like in school there was people that you knew in school and you probably interact with every now and again and then if you saw them walking in the street you'd say to your mum, oh yeah that's my friend blah 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 but it doesn't actually translate yeah. into like your actual friends that you could rely on, call for help, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, well, me personally, like back at school, uh, I didn't associate with any Muslims whatsoever. Um, this is mm. in in the UK at least, and then uh, mm. but then as you get to like year eleven, like your teenage years, whatever you want to call them, you start you have to make decisions really whether you're going to. Um, Sorry, I just got text. Yeah, whether you're going to um, like live the way they do, or hold on to your values, or whatever. Yeah. And I, I've spoken about this yeah. sort of thing before. In I think mm. I did a video for mm. Abu Bakr and Roadside to Islam, something like that. Mm. And okay. I spoke about it. It was um, like struggling to find your place in a crowd of mm. different groups, and like there was you know, certain groups I try and hang out with that mm. were, you know, into their. Yeah. heavy metal and smoking weed and all this stuff and I didn't want to be part of that and then there's other groups that were drinking too much didn't want to be part yeah. of that and anyway bouncing back and forth and then eventually I sort of yeah. um, I found like a group of Muslims outside of school you know and I mm. felt really um, what's the word like I felt at home kind of because they weren't just Muslims they were also Muslims that had similar lives to myself like their upbringing was From an Arab family So But they were born in the UK So you sort of You know what I mean You've got the same Sort of experience In terms of upbringing Anyway
0: So when you met them though Were you also hanging out With your old friends Yeah No I
1: started started, Like fading away from them And then just hanging out With these new So how did that work though
0: uh, Specifically Was it Oh, yeah, I'm not coming out today. Was it um, a bit of that? Like, it was a bit of that. Bit
1: it was a bit, yeah, bit by bit. And then eventually, like I can still remember the last time I saw them. And it, it had it been a while since I'd seen them. But I went to like mm. their house. And then it was just like a normal, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, all right, see you next week or see you whenever. And I just never really... yeah, I don't even remember them calling mm. me or me calling them. It just sort of happened. Um,
0: yeah, maybe it's like... Maybe that's how it happens. A lot of times, like, mutual understanding of... You're a different person? Yeah. Is that what you felt?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and I think they knew that. Mm. They could see that. Um, mm. But I think they sort of understood it as become well. a Paki. <laughs> <laughs> like that. But, like, it gets worse because, like, okay, like, I'd, maybe I I'd started identifying with Arabs more, you know, Muslim Arabs yeah. more, but I didn't really start identifying with Islam until later on. And then that made me sort okay. of lose yeah. a lot of the Arab. Mm. i'd say arab because that's all they really were to me they weren't i wouldn't see them as you know i mean they are muslim i'm not this and that i'm just saying they're not like highly practicing muslims yeah so, um yeah you didn't see them as your muslim brothers
0: you saw them as you know yeah. people that culturally you can relate exactly to, right? but
1: the problem is like it, that circle gets mm. smaller and smaller and smaller up until the point where it was literally i'd only just hang out with one person and then right I, yeah I, I i had a you know really good friendship with a brother um Mm. and then he had to pack up and leave like he had to go abroad and live abroad and then when he left mm. that was it like I'd realised oh I kind of <laughs> blocked right. off everyone were you else you uni at this time? huh? yeah were you at uni at that time? Uh, I think it was just towards the end of uni and this is it like uni and work and stuff uh, there weren't any Muslims that I would hang out with like at uni it was purely you know professional with a bit of you know Socialising mm. at the same time but you know I wouldn't really hang out out of work out of uni yeah. and same thing with work like but now like I was having this conversation with my wife the other day because that's why I wanted to talk about this email because it was quite poignant because um, mm. basically Ooh. I <laughs> big words man. big words yeah. no because like okay there's some the, it's it's sort of getting warmer now and the other day I had my day off I didn't have anything to do and I was like oh let me just call up one of the, you know, one of my mates, or whatever. And then I realized I didn't really have anyone I could text like that. I didn't have anyone I could write out like <laughs> yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, everyone's sort yeah. of so far off now. Uh, yeah. And that's I start getting really upset about it. Like I'll be real because mm. let's be real on mind heist. Yeah, I start getting proper upset, and I realize like mm-hmm. all of the friendships I do have are very superficial. They're either all online or they're just so distant that like you can't just pick up the phone and just meet someone. Do you mean physically distant or? Well, it's just people know you, but they don't, you know, you're not, you haven't developed like a proper Yeah, friendship. they know you, but they don't know you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you haven't, you know, it's it's like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll meet someone in the street. Hey, how you doing? How's it been? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, see you later kind of thing. You know, and it's the yeah, sort of people yeah. that you are text. acquaintance. Exactly. Yeah. It's the sort of people that will text you and say, oh, we should really hang out sometime, but not actually make a plan. Do you understand? Right. And and yeah, then, yeah, yeah I start getting really low about it, and um it bothered me because I thought, well, back when I was seventeen, like I felt like I had loads of friends. Like I couldn't walk down the street without bumping into someone and hanging out for the rest of the day with them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And now, because yeah, yeah. Com- you know, it's a combination of factors. I had to convince myself it's not just you. And-, and this is what I wanted to say to the brother on the email. I don't think it's always just you, and because of you that people don't hang out with you anymore. It's also mm. them and their lifestyles, and like your peers go through changes just as you do. It's not. Like I had to convince myself that it's not just me who's changed. Everybody has. Everyone, yeah. everyone's had lifestyle changes that does not make it as easy for them to, you know, to to be what they used to be to you. You know, like people, mm. like in the same way that you'd walk down the street at 17 years old and you'd see however many people you knew. All those people have now got like full time jobs. Have might have families. They might they might have so much. Yeah. You know, dedicated time to their lifestyles and they can't make any more time for anyone else and another thing is that what you see of them which is purely online isn't always what their reality is you know you're seeing a highlight of their life so you'll see one or two photos of them with a group of friends that maybe you all recognize but that could have been like a once in a blue moon event that you know brought those people together for a quick photo doesn't mean that that's mm. what they, their life is like every day does it so yeah, you know something and I think what's
0: Go on, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, what's highlighted? We're having a bit of a what's marketing. highlighted <laughs> there. I think is is the amount of uh, the amount of time that you spend at work and just at home. Yeah, right. And so the people that you're spending with the time with at work, like what effect are they having on your? on your life and stuff because mm. yeah you're right like people often don't have time outside of just being at home and wh- even when they're at home you know they're they're asleep a lot of the time and they're doing whatever chores here and there and mm. then they're at work quite a lot of the time and so it's like it's hard to find a time with people that you're actually choosing to be yeah with, you know yeah and that's true. the that's the a point i wanted to bring up uh in relation to friendship um you know is about ch- actually choosing. Uh, because like you said you know a lot of the time you, you, you know people you call friends they're just acquaintances and it's just like superficial and it's like uh, is like it's literally kind of like what we we're talking about in the marriage episode it's like desires does this person make me feel like I'm funny does this person make me feel like yeah. I'm cool I'm accomplished this and that um, and that's quite superficial and I didn't really understand it um, when I was younger but like my dad was always telling me like okay is this person really a friend if you tell them let's meet at five and they come at six and they don't respect your time and they're not reliable then is that really a friend like are they really respecting you and these kind of things made me think about it more as well and like being more selective
1: well you can't like it's difficult because I think for a lot of people they see other people that have really really close friendships with maybe just one other person or two other people you know like you'll see some people that have had like the same friend since they were kids and yes. they're you know I I'm pretty much family, and they've been through all sorts together. And I think you know you can't help but see that sometimes, and maybe get a bit envious and think, oh, I wish I had someone like that. I wish I had someone I could rely on. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah. And it does upset you. But I was going to say, like, in the same way that Allah, you know, puts you through a trial, He also offers you a really good solution as well. And I think that is why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made you know the whole the whole um, framework of attending a masjid. Such a like a a primal and a um, what's the word like a fundamental principle and a fundamental activity for Muslims to engage in, especially Muslim men, you know. Um, Because if you're in the mosque, hypothetically, five times a day, then you're technically surrounded by people that are not just better than you, but are also good for you. Forget the choices. Forget who you want to choose to be your friend. Allah is putting in your life, forcefully, people that are good people, ideally, hypothetically, etc. And yeah, I've, I, I've, I chalked it down to myself not attending the mosque as much as I used to because of work, you know? And mm. what would happen is, because I'm at work, a lot of people would socialize, a lot of my colleagues would socialize with each other outside of work and I wouldn't get involved. And they sort of, mm. you know, obviously you know why, because they're just going to get up to things I'm not going to get up to and they're not Muslim and it's, it's you know, it, there's a lot of barriers there. Yeah, so, it's Yeah, so that's what made me even more jealous, I think. Like, oh, my colleagues at work socializing, and then my colleagues outside, my old friends outside of work, probably socializing, but they're not really practicing Muslims. And then the practicing Muslims mm-hmm. that I do know aren't really people that I associate myself with because we're not into the same things. Like, just because you're a practicing Muslim and a good brother doesn't mean that we're going to click, you know? Of <laughs> but, course, yeah. but, but, I think that's when we become too picky. I think Allah subhanahu wa sometimes there are brilliant people that maybe we're not interested in because they're not cool enough or not interesting enough but their dean might be brilliant Mm. you know and maybe that's who's better Mm. for us not just people that we think are exciting and you know entertaining Mm. and stuff like that yeah I think there's times
0: there's times for different types of people perhaps Mm. I mean I know uh, one guy uh, comes to mind is that he's not the guy that you sit with and and he cracks jokes and you're laughing and then you crack jokes and he's not that guy he's just the guy you're i don't know you might go and just uh you wouldn't spend that much time with him but when you sit with him you would uh he would offer you advice he would offer something that he's learnt recently mm. and so you'd benefit in a different way to cracking jokes yeah. like maybe um the view that we have of friendship is, is a bit uh, narrow you know maybe friendship is not about Having fun Like having fun with people Hanging out Blah 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 Maybe it's also You know Like you said Like benefiting And stuff And learning different things And cultivating your character I mean I always think of how am i gonna uh, improve my character my personality and and improve the skills i have to so that you know when i'm when i'm you know in 10 years i'm a better person than i am now yeah. and i've gone outside of my comfort zone and by spending time with people they're going to kind of force you out of that comfort zone so uh yeah so maybe you know friends is not all about just having fun there are many types of friends and each friend you know each person's unique they're going to bring different things to the table mm-hmm. you know Um, but you're right like you can get very picky and I remember when I was living in London I was very lonely at that time because I was living alone and I was working such long hours that literally I didn't have time uh, even to see friends literally I was just going to work and I was going to the masjid um and i was going like uh like grocery shopping basically that's all i was doing uh, with my time but then when things got a bit looser and i did have some time like on the weekend i i I forced myself to like call people that you might call acquaintances but i was like yeah come over or let's link up and this and that and it wasn't the same as meeting one of my best friends from school that i'm still friends with you know, no, 10, no. 15 years later, but it was still good and it was still healthy. And it, and because this person isn't my close friend, they had ideas, for example, that, oh, they were challenging my current beliefs, you know? And so it's good, like the, the, uh, different ideas were entering my head and I have to actually defend what I think and my opinions. And yeah.
1: it, it's good, yeah, and it's healthy. No, it's good. Like I remember back at school, I had a friend who, um, like we would always be together, but we weren't, I didn't enjoy it wasn't anything special being friends with him because he was so agree- like he would agree with everything that you'd say there was never any mm. there was no, no discussion I couldn't yeah, talk familiar. to him yeah I couldn't talk to him about anything because everything was like yeah yeah sure yeah yeah like yeah everything I'd say and he was so irritating <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know this is it I mean I was thinking earlier like um I spoke about social media and how social media can sometimes be a barrier that creates like superficial friendships. But then again, you could also, if you used it right, you could also make it so that it puts you in touch with people that, you know, aren't really from your locale. Like, the only reason I got onto Twitter originally was because I was practicing, I started practicing, but I didn't know anyone else who was. Like not many anyway, but then I found in this your local like local area, yeah, exactly, yeah, especially down you know down south, and a lot of people have that. I've noticed a lot of people that have this issue in terms of practicing Muslims, are people yeah. that generally live outside of like you know London and Birmingham and stuff like that, because there isn't really yeah. the population that you can find someone in. But um, yeah, it, it, I found it as like a portal into this sort of you know uh, community yeah. that really was quite fun to be part of at the moment i don't really use it as much as i used to because i think that community sort of faded a bit at least through our peers but like i mean like for example like i probably met you through twitter i met a lot of brothers through twitter and i've developed a lot of links through you know social media and that in terms of muslims we might i might not say you know we're the closest friends and me and the other brothers as well because because of that distance it doesn't give you the the ability to sort of meet up as much but yeah. You know, look at us now. I mean, we've we've probably met each other once, I think, in person. Was it? Yeah, yeah, once. Yeah, you came down to Brighton, but you know, we yeah. just this, just this just just every week having a talk is probably enough social interactions to to sort of ease your mind for the rest of the week, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Cuz it's, it's like, uh, you know, on the Sims You've got that bar <laughs> that's uh, social. Yeah. You gotta charge it yeah. up.
1: <laughs> but that's it. Like and you know, as 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 contrary to popular belief, we don't actually talk outside of the podcast that much. Like I don't really message yeah, you, yeah, you don't no, message no. me. Not saying that's a you know, I I like the only reason I've I've done that really, is because I like to save everything for when we're back on on the air. And that way we haven't yeah. run out of things to say. Yeah.
0: But also it's like that's what makes the Podcast, like it's like a real conversation that we would have
1: uh, in real life if we did meet up. I think you know, yeah, man. Because I think it would be a lot of inside jokes and stuff if we were if we were talking all the time that you wouldn't realise you're doing. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you think about? Do you think I mean this brother? I I think I know him. I'm not sure. I think I I think it's Mm. the same person I'm thinking of, and he may not be married. But do you think like getting married solves some of that? loneliness friendship thing or do you consider I mean there's there's always people that say well you can you know be a friend to your wife and women love talking like that women love saying oh, <laughs> yeah, I wish you know I hope I can marry someone who's my best friend and blah 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 oh, <laughs> yeah, but like I, yeah. I as much as that is true and that is nice I also think you know every guy is going to have to have friends that are guys and every women, woman is going to have to have you know friends that are women and a husband yeah. and a wife aren't really replacements for that they're additional mm. companions but i don't think they can replace yeah. that sort of experience yeah what do you think
0: yeah i agree i uh, it's two separate things uh having uh your, your spouse and having uh you know friends like of the same sex or whatever mm. um however uh definitely getting married does um fill the void and i was feeling that void as i mentioned you know I'm, I'm kind of living alone out here yeah uh, not much family uh like i said i've only got a couple of friends and they're not even in the same city and so uh i was actually feeling that like honestly sometimes i'll work i'll get loads done in the day and i'll even get other stuff outside of work done and i'll be like okay now what do i do oh let me go out somewhere i'm sick of like because i work from home right i'm sick of staying at home right and I'm like, where do I go? Oh, like, there's nowhere, like, the weather's really good. Oh, there's so many parks, nice parks, this and that. Oh, there's no one to go with. So that was kind of driving me nuts, to be honest. And now that I'm married, like, I do have someone, like, to go with to these places. And it is nice. And it does uh, it does fill that uh, social void, in a way. Mm. Um, but definitely i still uh, i still need both of them but for the very minimum uh requirement of what you know humans need in terms of interaction and stuff you know i think spouse does feel 80 percent of that yeah. perhaps
1: yeah yeah i think uh, like family does as well it depends though what your family structure is like i mean you you, you said you've obviously you've got a brother and i don't yeah. know if you growing up with your brother has made it so that you don't feel like you need that many other male friends what do you think Hmm, potentially potentially although uh
0: i don't know maybe because my brother's he's quite different to me although yanni we do get along fine and we could talk on many topics together but uh he wasn't the type of brother where we have the same friend circle and stuff so oh, okay. i do see us i always i did see us different mm. um but it was it was always good yanni sometimes i don't know when it's just when it was just the family like somewhere like whether we're just living or we went on holiday somewhere yeah i would end up being more with him and like you know messing yeah, around
1: together yeah. like what guys kind of do stuff so i think that was good i think that is a difference as well because as far as my perspective i've always grown up with just sisters i've never you know i don't have a brother or anything right yeah and then there's a lot of women in my family so i've always felt the need to like get out of the house and yeah you know, seeking it Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i
0: brought uh, these defining moments i just wanted to share when it comes to friendships um when i was like i think it was year 11 i had a friend okay he's uh he was muslim uh but he lived in the uk and stuff he grew up in the uk and uh he was um let's how do i say he had quite the ego okay and he also he thought he was yeah basically he thought he was amazing okay so he liked to fight as well he thought he was a really good boxer he was a good fighter to be honest And once I remember he got into a fight and he he was always doing stuff that I would never do. Like he was getting into trouble in ways that, like stuff I considered silly. Even though I might do stuff to get into trouble, but not the type of stuff he did, right? And so one day he got into like a fight with a pretty powerful guy and and a guy that was like, this guy, my friend was like 17 and he got into a fight with like 25 year old um, who's like huge guy, Yanni and uh i was i was in the it was i was in the area but i wasn't like right there Mm. and then after this and and i i knew about it and i tried to when i saw it happening i came i was like trying to break it up and stuff um but then after that i remember he i don't know he messaged me or he called me or something and he's like look like we're not friends anymore because he didn't back me up (laughs) and i was like like the guy that he was he got like literally he provoked this guy to get into a fight with him the guy did nothing wrong he provoked him to get into a fight with him and uh and then he expects me to back him up and I, i remember that was like a defining moment where i'm like okay this guy's saying like i'm not a good friend i didn't back him up but then i'm thinking why would i back him up when he did something stupid and wrong like yeah. like oh, my the whole justice part of me was definitely overpowering the whole loyalty thing yeah um and so uh yeah so then he, from then on he's like khalas we're not friends and we used to hang out like a lot right so it was kind of awkward but um but yeah that was like a defining moment but i actually i think he was shocked at how little i cared because i was like like it, it's like it's your choice. I'm not gonna beg you. Like uh, I don't mind either way, kind no, of thing. No. Um, I didn't say that, but that's what that yeah, was my yeah. attitude inside. Yeah. You know, and uh, like either way, because it, it, he was he kept doing these things, like getting into trouble. I don't I don't want to get into trouble with him. I don't have the you know the ego needs that he has, right? Yeah. So yeah. um, so that was quite a a big deal. And since then, like. Like it was like two three years like we w- we finished school we went to uni and in the summer we uh, like because our p- our parents were still here so we would uh, we might see each other now and then and like eventually he became a bit more open to talking to me like he just he wouldn't say a word to me like he just didn't not want to talk he's quite an emotional guy as you can imagine um but then eventually he would talk and stuff but yeah we we didn't uh really uh become friends again after that but i just remember it was kind of a moment where i'm like uh justice needs to take precedence <laughs> over loyalty oh, and i think now that i think back cuz i thought about it you know for a while i thought you know probably i could have put more effort into kind of breaking it up but yeah. never am i going to go and smack the the guy in the face who did nothing he was just provoked like that's just completely wrong you know so uh you know uh, when you have friends that don't have your values i suppose it's like it it can become difficult like literally i had to choose between do i believe in justice Mm -hmm. or do i believe in backing my friend up who made a mistake Mm -hmm. so that was that was one defining moment one other one that i remember is a friend of mine he's you know full english he had blue eyes and blonde hair and you know he's quite an intellectual guy and he's very into history and stuff and he was also quite open-minded. You know, he was living here, so he knew about Muslims. He knew about Arabs and stuff. And um, one time, this was—I met him uh, on. Uh, I think it was like winter holiday when we were both at uni. And like he went to uni in England, I was in uni here. And then yeah. we just met up because we we both came to visit parents and stuff. And we were discussing like Israel Palestine thing, yeah. Oh, right. And so he was like more. He wasn't really pro Israel like he did acknowledge the crimes and stuff they commit but he's like yeah two-state solution like israel has the right to exist and jews have the right to be there and like i guess palestinians do as well and blah 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 and then after debating a bit i was like i was like you know what like it doesn't really matter what we say because you know like uh, uh what's his name jesus is gonna come back and he's gonna just get rid of israel and it won't exist and i just told him that and then he's like and then he's like, Well, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And then I just looked him like right in the eyes and I was like, No, no, it's definitely yeah. gonna happen. Like whether you think it will or not, it's definitely gonna happen. And then he just didn't say anything. Like it was a really awkward moment, but oh, no. I don't know, I just laid it into him and then he was like, Oh ruthless, like right, this like this guy is serious, yeah. And this guy's a different
1: person. You are ruthless. No wonder you like being on your own. You probably got rid of all your friends yourself
0: uh well it's not uh it's not a big thing to say big statement to make you know because uh even even you know I told you in school like people would try and be friends with with uh, like our group of friends and we're like like what for and they's like why do you even like us like i'm sure you don't even like me as a person and the same kind of thing happened when i was uni at uni to an extent and but that just resulted in me like being pretty antisocial i remember taking specific routes from my uni dorm mm. to the gym mm. like i used to go through the underground p- car park to avoid like seeing anyone i remember this very vividly so i just became like very kind of anti-social like also i became quite obsessed with productivity and obviously socializing and productivity is not the best um combination no. but i just took it a bit a bit too far like I, i'm going gym then i'm going to study then i'm going to do this this like no one gets in my way kind of thing So,
1: regarding this email, what do you think? Because brother's asking for advice, and I've been trying to think about it, and I just—I think the first thing, which Mm. I think people tend to forget because they think it's all in their hands, is obviously make dua for something like that. Even though it's quite, it does sound a bit—I don't want to say pathetic, but I mean it did when I thought about it. Mm. When I had this issue, I thought, "Oh God, Mm. it's a bit pathetic," but. I don't think it's there's nothing wrong with you know raising your hands up and asking for some company you know um, no, n- no problem at all with no that problem
0: I think it's a what's it called like it's a pretty much a basic human need um, mm. and like you said without socializing you can actually go insane yeah right it definitely can happen so i mean uh those are uh, these crazy people they had a daughter and they uh Basically, her whole life she didn't meet anyone because they locked her in a room and they just threw food. So she didn't even meet her parents, yeah. literally. Um, and uh, she, yeah, she was basically, she died very young, uh, even after they rescued her. Like she just couldn't live. Yeah, she, bro. she uh, I think they, they rescued her, what age was it? Maybe 12 years old or something. And she was unable to learn a language. That's like So much damage Was done to us Like so anyway Yeah it's like There's nothing Nothing to be ashamed of It's it's literally like saying uh, You know I I, uh, I don't know My nutrition's not on point I need help with it Of course it's Like it's a basic thing That you need
1: uh, Of course And I think like I, As much as I say it without Actually I haven't done it myself As much as I should But You know Ramadan's coming up And there's more people In the meshid And you mm. You can end up Establishing more relationships Within Ramadan Like I remember the best you know, I, I actually formed a lot of my friendships through Ramadan, through the Masjid, back when okay. I started practicing. Because so many people would... It was like where would people would go. Especially in the summer, mm-hmm. where there's people on summer holidays and that. Like, you yeah. know, it, I, I don't believe that this brother's that old. And, you know, even me. Like, I wouldn't consider myself too old to be friends with mm-hmm. people from uni. Do you know what I mean? Even I'm not at uni anymore. Like... There's plenty of people That are going to be on holiday Plenty of people That are going to be In and out of the message Some people struggle Because they live in remote areas Where there might not be message And there's not going to be A big Muslim population And you know To those yeah. people Then I'd say as, as pathetic as it sounds again Obviously make the hour, But the pathetic thing Is that You know Trying to go online And finding mates online And Twitter And whatever Facebook or whatever you have But you know with with caution you can find you can meet some really great people you can travel more i mean traveling to i used to have it when i was at uni i'd spend all week at uni and then on the weekends i used to go up to london and meet some friends from from twitter and from all sorts and it was fun Mm. you know and it was good enough for me and it could be good enough for you too yeah if you definitely think outside the box i guess
0: yeah i think bro what i would say the first thing is um i don't know if, if this uh this brother's going through this but sometimes when you when you you know you weren't necessarily praying and stuff and then you start praying and you start finding out oh this is actually haram and this is haram and oh that's actually a bid'ah and this and that, you know you start learning little things yeah. here and there and you start realizing you know a lot of the muslims around you are, are not really on point um it's you know many people fall into arrogance and stuff and they think oh you know i can't be friends with them yeah and they're this and they do this and i think you know uh, if you feel yourself thinking that way you know just chill a bit i'm not saying that you have to hang out with like sinful muslims doing like big sins or mm. whatever but i'm just saying you know in the end, Yani, allah guided you at some point to some level there are people more guided than you yeah. and those people that you looking down on they may become more guided than you uh just in a few months or years or whatever yeah. right so have, don't have any arrogance don't feel like i can't hang out with them because they're not on my level if that's the way of thinking i would say that's in completely uh, wrong and even if someone's not 100 percent practicing yeah um, if they're still a muslim they're still your muslim brother and there's still some values there that you share and you can be open about uh being muslim and, and different beliefs that, that we all share yeah um obviously the if they're going to if you feel you're going to be uh, in a situation where you're going to be influenced to do bad that's different but don't assume that's going to happen that's what i would say True. don't assume just because they're not quote-unquote uh, practicing that they're going to lure you into doing something well, well bro bad. Like, like
1: as far as people that aren't practicing they're they're yeah. most they are most detrimental to your dean if they if you go to them in a group and i've realized if you, yes exactly if you single out somebody and invite them on their own then you've got a lot more you know you've got a lot more yeah. capability to influence them if it's just them Definitely. and i've you know we've i've got a friend who uh, you know he's really does struggle he's tries you know he's got it in him but he struggles a lot yeah. but i yeah. know if i went to i if i went to hang out with him and his friends then i'd yeah. probably end up slipping a lot which is why i don't yeah. but yeah. Wh- whatever chance i do get and whatever you know whenever he's free I i'll I i'll reign him on on his own i'll say hey let's go let's hang out let's g-. even for a bite yeah. to eat for like an hour because there's nothing yeah. wrong with some halal food you know what i mean like you can and everyone can everyone can can get together on a bit of bread. You understand? Like you don't have to go to where they're yeah. going and what they're doing, but everybody eats. So yeah, come grab a bite, definitely. and that's all it needs to be. And just that little conversation lets them be outside of their circle. That's that's probably being detrimental to them, and it gives you time yeah. to sort of engage with someone. And at the end of the day, yeah. nothing. You know, their jehelia isn't as strong as your dean. You know, because your dean has mm. has value, it has morals, it has a structure, it has a system. While jehelia mm. is a bit a bit all over the place just desires yeah Yeah, it's just pure desires so your your capability yeah. to influence them should ideally be a lot stronger yeah especially if you
0: have confidence in, in what you're doing and what you believe and mm. you know you have a little bit of knowledge here and there mm. um, so yeah definitely you have to understand basically be aware of the um, power dynamics I suppose that's literally what it is is uh people have different uh people can dominate you or you could dominate people depending on your the situation yeah. so just be aware of that and I've definitely been in those situations where you know uh I was you know what you could call practicing and stuff when I was in London and uh now and then like very rarely I would be with people who are just <laughs> like I don't know how I ended up spending time <laughs> yeah. with these people yeah well it was actually very uh interesting learning experience but the thing was I very rarely met these people and the thing is like they did kind of look up to people who were, you know praying and doing the right thing yeah so th- i i can you you can gauge you know where the power is where the influence is you know you find yourself oh i dropped a swear word there i don't usually swear but yeah. with these people i swear yeah and you could just get a gauge get a feeling for it and see you know what do you think is going to happen in the long term so that's one thing with with uh hanging out with people that are less practicing i suppose uh you know don't be arrogant and just kind of judge the the power dynamics um and then yeah like you said bro like i think when you struggle to find good friends you need to put more effort into actually uh, outreach and like going out there right yeah so like you said like ramadan masjid um but even stuff like um i met a lot of people in different seminars and stuff like obviously people that are you know bothered to go and at least try and study at least just sit and listen to some mm. kind of uh, lessons uh, those those are pretty you know they're quite committed people so that's a good place to go and I like the idea bro, that you mentioned like going to different cities like go to different cities learn about even if you know no one there it could be like just this um, I like this personally like just discover it mm. and if you pop into a masjid in whatever town it is you visit you could just spark up conversation you know bro it, it, people take it for granted you know like in UAE There's so many different languages. You can't just walk up to someone and talk a lot of the time, uh, or in uh, who knows other different countries. But in uh, in England, like everyone speaks English,
1: right? So so you can always spark something there. Yeah, definitely. If you put yourself in enough situations, and like I remember how I, although I I set out like this is it because when I when I was having going back to what I said earlier about being sick and tired of hanging out with these non-Muslims that were just drinking every day, smoking weed every day. That's all they wanted to do. Um, yeah, I remember. Like, I had the I had the goal in my head. Like, I want to hang out with more Arab Muslim people, but I don't know any. And yeah. but I had that goal in my head, and so I literally forced myself into situations where I had to be in that environment. And I'm not saying the environment was good, but I went to like an EDL protest <laughs> because yeah. they were protesting against whatever, and I didn't know anything about. Oh, it. got you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know yeah. anything about EDL or anything, but I was just sort of walking by, and there was this crowd of like you know muslim boys that were there and i'm not saying that you know i'm not advising people to go and shout at the edl to find some friends but i'm saying that that's that that scenario for some reason i got dragged in Mm. to this group and they were like oh have you ever been to have you come down to medina mesh i haven't seen you down there before i was oh no no i've never been i'm like oh okay let's take you down and that that was it and suddenly Mm. i'm in a circle of people um i also want to say to the brother don't try not to allow yourself to think that you're lonely just because you see everyone online doing things and having fun and mm. I think a lot of people are victims to this like just constantly like spending you know the darkest hours of the night scrolling through other people's Instagram feeds and looking at how popular they look and then comparing yourself to that and thinking what am I doing and why am I not you know as mm. popular mm. Or whatever you want
0: I mean overall I think if you don't have a huge group of friends and if you're not like all out there and meeting all those of people uh, like eight times out of ten you're better off mm. um, sadly but that's the fact of the matter is that uh, the majority of people are not good people to spend time with so you know in a way consider yourself blessed uh, but also don't like neglect it like you do have to you have to put effort and I said this to people that asked me before like uh, like uh, girls that want to get married they have no idea how to go about it no one's asking for their hand or no one no good people are asking for their hand or whatever Mm. Um, and I've told them like put yourself out there without being direct about it so for example go and study uh, go to a method and a course study you're going to meet girls there those girls know other girls and they know and they have brothers and they have uncles and they have dads and this and that um, so, uh, you know, basically in, uh, spread your network, you know, mm. and uh, you have to put effort, I think. You have to put effort. Like, me personally, one thing, uh, maybe I wouldn't get friends out of this, but I feel like something I should do, which is it's out of my comfort zone. I did it a few times, which is uh, go to Toastmasters, which is a public speaking kind of club. And yeah. there's like hundreds of them all, like in nearly any city you can imagine would have one. And uh, you know, uh, you you know, you meet pe- people in these kind of places as well, or at the gym, or um, you know, go to do more stuff. I think, yeah, like, go out more, do, more, do more stuff, definitely,
1: definitely. And another and thing, like, like this, I wanted to say earlier, like, it's not just you. There's plenty of people just the same as you in your city that feel the same. That if you, yeah, f- you got to keep that in yeah. mind. I mean, think about, I mean, he, he was saying about himself, like he started practicing, lost about loads of friends. Think about like a revert who lost everyone. Yeah family as well do, yeah. do you know what I mean there's people that have lost everyone because of their yeah. decision to practice this thing. and there's yeah. like in Brighton there's sp- plenty of reverts that you know take their head in the mosque and suddenly they have no one and everyone says congratulations gives them a hug and then never speaks to them again you know, yeah, and there's plenty of people are like you that.
0: Suggesting that he go and find some revert friends because they're lonely <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm not
1: saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying there's always people out yeah. there that. Are yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Ready? Don't, yeah, don't assume, innit? Yeah. Don't assume from social media or just. You know, it's easy to assume. Oh, poor me. You know, woe is me. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm the loser with no friends. Um, also, he mentioned that um, he basically uh, he made mistakes and he basically had uh, fights or whatever with people that helped him. To, to study and learn more about Islam mm. so you know also th- that's a perhaps a place where you could just really humble yourself it's very difficult mm. uh, but even if it doesn't mean mending the friendship but for the sake of it you might want to just um, message them or whatever and say you know I'm sorry about that and I was wrong and maybe that will spark something as well yeah, yeah. as hard as it is you know as, as awkward and hard as it is that could also be something that you do
1: it's difficult isn't it I mean those dynamics I know yeah. what sort of like the dynamics he's talking about um, mm. I've tasted that before but I haven't had it in yeah. in Brighton so I don't really and I don't know about you but like yeah. there are you know there is fitna that happens among practicing Muslims mm. I haven't experienced it mm. as much but I know I've had a taste mm. of it and it's just it can be very stressful because you're like well, we're all meant to be on the same team you know mm. <laughs> and why are we sort of mm. fighting amongst each other in regards to deen yeah but yeah. you know yes, yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it's very awkward to <laughs> yeah. be honest but I'm just saying it's a potential path uh, because I can't, obviously, I don't know this guy very well. So I'm just offering all the different uh, paths that, the, that that could be. Um, and, yeah, man. Uh, one thing I wanted to definitely, I thought, is relevant to discuss is also, um, as much as we're saying it's good to have friends, it's important to have friends, there's nothing wrong with saying you're lonely and you need friends and you need socializing. On the other hand, I'm big, a big advocate of just watching who you keep close and watching yeah. um, who you allow to influence you um you know like this this girl messaged me uh i don't know a couple months ago or something and uh because she messaged me before asking about moving to dubai because i live here and she's like oh how does it work and this and that and then uh i don't know a few months later she's like uh yeah i'm i'm uh i found that i can't find any good people here like no good friends like what do i do these friends i'm spending time with they're all muslims but they're all like drinking and doing madness. Yeah? yeah. So what do I do? And I, I, I was very quite like to the point And I said, look, I, I know what the situation is like. If you sh- continue to spend time with them, you will be like them. You'll become like them. So be friends with people who you want to be like, right? That's what you should seek. Yeah. If, if you don't want to be like people, don't follow them on Twitter. Don't follow them on Instagram. Don't spend time with them, uh, because they will influence you it's like simple as that so i'm i'm quite careful of that and you know like uh, tim ferriss who I, I you know he's got a lot of good kind of principles and ideas he's always saying that the number one lesson to follow is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so what does that mean obviously the prophet he gave us many uh, analogies of spending time with people and uh, your your companionship you know like the blacksmith if you spend time with bad people you're going to smell like the smoke of the blacksmith etc mm. so um I definitely like literally don't think oh no i'm too strong no this and this you uh will become like the people you spend time with and that includes people you follow on instagram and twitter and i've made videos about this bro like uh, that's why one of the reasons anyway that i get off instagram and twitter is like People constantly putting stuff into your head Putting words in your head Ideas in your head Opinions in your head And who said that I want to be like them Who said that um their qualified views or opinions And who said this So there is a, an amount of filtering to be done
1: I think mm-hmm. bro. Definitely definitely, Because before you know it You've lost everything Because of the people you've been with And the people that have well, been
0: you yeah. Literally is the If there's a guaranteed way to succeed I always Uh, say this is if there's a guaranteed way to succeed it's spending time with people that will push you and that will make you uncomfortable if you don't succeed right and the the opposite works as well the easiest and quickest way that people flop and people literally I've seen people leave Islam purely because of the people they spend time with and literally bro the films they watch the films they watch one way or another have led them uh, to leave Islam mm. So That's like It's a, it's friends It's films It's social media It's like Just be careful With that stuff Because but It's just nuts How powerful it is To be honest mm. It's very nuts mm. MashaAllah
1: bro Well Ramadan's <laughs> coming up And Yes Allahumma billah Ramadan mm. And It's an opportunity To really Stick yourself In the deep end Of a Of a social situation Like there mm. are you know, Hundreds of people Muhammad How do you see
0: Ramadan When it comes to friends and stuff do you do you find Ramadan as a socializing time or a lonely kind of time
1: you know I used to I used to find it really socializing but then the past few years it's been very like you know I don't know what the best way of putting it um yeah like I have been spending it a lot in solitude in terms of going to the mosque on my own and back on my own but it's Mm. it's a beneficial kind of solitude you know it's necessary it's necessary to have a break and to just Shut everybody off and focus on your relationship with Allah. But you know, you can have it either way. You can have it both ways are good, I believe. Like you can have it where mm. it's social in a way that everybody's sort of practicing now. Everyone's trying their best, and you sort of support yeah, each other, doing something good together. Yeah, like. exactly. And being in a good environment like the Masjid and that. And you know, there's nothing wrong with yeah. breaking your fast together and then chilling until you know Taraweeh, etc. Mm. Um, but then, obviously, if you want to go really, really. I mean it's a bit of both like you can't sit in the masjid long enough before someone speaks to you and says how are you doing and blah 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 so mm. but in terms of creating a, you know your relationship with Allah it's, it's what it's there for isn't it yeah and it's so
0: short man like 30 days is very little time mm. and you got to squeeze the most out of it and you know yeah I would say if you could do let's say let's say you've got let's say two three different ibadah goals that you want to do each day maybe one of them could be something with someone the others be kind of on on your own kind of thing yeah man, that might be a good uh, good balance I remember my friend taught me tajweed in Ramadan and it was like we had to limit it, like okay, like literally, we're just gonna do this Tajweed, like half an hour a day, and then Halas, you go home, like get out of my sight. We need to, like, no, don't distract me, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it was really good, and obviously, you can share ajr and stuff that way, teaching each other or learning from each other, etc.
1: Alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah. Well, I think I think you know, I think we've done this this episode, bro. I think we've mm. I think we've smashed it. Inshallah yeah uh,
0: What's the summary would you say of what we said uh,
1: To summarise First things first You're only as lonely as you perceive you are So if mm. you, your perception of yourself is that Oh everyone's bloody having the best time And best life without me And I'm on my own in my bedroom Flicking through Instagram mm. Then that's your perception isn't it um, Yeah. And uh, if you want to be out there Then you've got to put yourself in a position Where you're going to engage with people because you can't meet mm-hmm. people that engaging, and also, yeah, we also said don't think, don't let, don't stop yourself thinking outside the box. You know, if you're messaging us, for example, then there's nothing wrong with messaging me. I'm in, I'm in the UK. Do you understand? Like, oh, yeah, I can come wherever you live, maybe if you're not too far, and hang out. And do
0: you understand? Like, everyone's <laughs> invited to Achitri house.
1: Actually, yeah. If you're ever down in Brighton, feel free. But this is it. Like the the fact is. You're, you not. The good thing about Muslims and Muslims our age is that we always see ourselves in a community, regardless of where we are in the world. You know, I'm speaking to you, mm. and you're in Dubai, and I'm in, the, you know, Brighton, and that's just the way it is. Um, so there's nothing wrong with hitting up somebody and saying, "Oh, I might be coming down to such and such area," because at the end of the day, I'm sure he's got social media. I'm sure he's got people that follow him. I'm sure he follows people. I'm sure that's you know, there's people that you would never think you could hang out with, but you do. You know? Yeah. Uh, actually
0: just just to be clear I have done that multiple times people that I met on Facebook or Twitter or something I've met them of like, course oh I'm going to London yeah, or man. I was living in London yeah that's
1: link up like so you've done it as well oh, isn't def- def- it definitely so, definitely uh, I mean you came, you came down to Brighton and you I mean I think you came down through Vaffa but Vaffa, yeah. yeah but you met me as well and that was that, you know yeah. that wouldn't have worked without that so it is how it you is you weren't that weird as well no I was okay <laughs> I was you know I tried to <laughs> <Yeah>. act normal <laughs> so tall mashallah Uh, no I'm not I'm not tall at all compared to me anyway maybe (laughs) anyway but yeah this is it so that's the second thing what else did we say we said yeah there's plenty of people that are just like you as well There's plenty of people Mm. that are feeling just Mm. as down and lonely as you, and you've just got to seek them out. And also, you brought up a good point. Like, if you're into certain things, then there's always other people that are into those things as well. Whatever it is, you know, certain sports, certain shows, certain whatever. You'll find communities based around that, and they can literally. I know, like, it sounds pathetic sometimes, but the reality is, this is the world we live in now where we're so interconnected online. There's nothing wrong with, you know, talking to people online, other brothers online getting involved in things that they're getting involved in, you know?
0: Yeah. and You can initiate the relationship yeah. kind of through online, through your network or whatever
1: and then make it real life. It? I made some good friends through uh, events such as even Muslim, like conferences and stuff that I'm yeah. into, you know? And I went and I travelled and at the end of the day, every Muslim you meet, you sort of treat them like family anyway because it just comes naturally. Definitely. So, Hamdala, yeah, exchange so. some numbers and that's, that's the way it should be, bro. Think outside the box.
0: Yeah. Yeah okay man yeah it's a, one of the shorter episodes perhaps but uh, I, very good I one think I think it's good man I'm happy about this very big topic yeah yeah, yeah. big topic and uh, yeah inshallah someone uh, if someone wants to be this guy's friend then email us or we'll put you in touch <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. you're <a> <laughs> no
1: obviously if you know if if anyone's out in Dubai or wherever UAE and wants to link up with Amin go for it you could even do, a, you could do we could even do an episode with them could you imagine yeah and if anyone's ever down in Brighton this summer man Brighton is is hot and sunny and I live I live right next to the sea but I don't live like in the middle of the city so there's not that much Mm. fitner out here it's like quite a quiet part of the ocean so it's nice Mm. so if you're ever down and you want some whatever come and chill at my house (laughs) fish and chips yes bro (laughs) Alright, if you have any emails, you can send them to mindheistpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you I'm can follow Amin on Snapchat at mm-hmm. C- on I've just started using my Snapchat again, actually. Um, I noticed he saw my story. Yeah. I'm an- <laughs> I was like, he's back. <laughs> I'm back. I don't really do much on it because I don't have that many people on it. But um, yeah. yeah, it's just I tweet on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and whatever. Um, is that my child screaming? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I mean, are there other babies in the house? I think it is. Yeah. Okay, I better go and deal with him. Um, well, I mean, it's been a pleasure once again.
0: Yes, man. Yes, and uh, to be honest with you guys, we actually need your emails because we're running out of topics. <laughs> so uh, please send them through, and please share the the podcast with uh, you know anyone that might find it interesting. Sean. Yeah, of course. Okay, thanks for your time. Uh, Muhammad and all the listeners and uh assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah.